Welcome to the most must-see, must-listen-to soccer podcast in the history of the world. Welcome to Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. No need for an introduction. Everybody knows who I am. But ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to talk about what happened yesterday. The FA Cup match. Manchester United versus Fulham. A game that was truly one-sided. And all of a sudden... It went from one-sided to basically completely one-sided on the other side, if you know what I mean. It was Fulham's game up until that one fateful moment. And we will get to that. But first, I'm going to give credit to Fulham where, where it goes. Because Fulham was absolutely dominant. Absolutely dominant for the most of that match until it all went away. Fulham was in control in every single aspect and category possible. Fulham was the one creating the chances. Fulham was the one in ball control. Fulham was in control of the game, period. Fulham was absolutely destroying, and I do mean absolutely destroying Manchester United. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is no, I repeat, no exaggeration. If you watch the match... You know exactly what I'm talking about. Fulham was embarrassing the hell out of Manchester United. Nothing was going right for the Red Devils. My buddy, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain, who, by the way, I want to give a shout-out to, he could not have said it any better. The attack was lifeless. Absolutely lifeless because, as I said, Fulham was just absolutely dominating. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I was at work, but it was slow. I was able to catch 90% of the game. I could not believe what I was seeing. And the fact of how Manchester United got saved, what really put the game back into their favor, honestly, if I'm Manchester United, I am not happy with that. That's what it took for me to get the job done? That's what it took for Manchester United to get the job done? No, that is not cool. And because of the whole situation, once again, everybody brings up that VAR is an absolute disgrace. Now, I'm not going to get into the debate about VAR being bad or not. But right from the beginning, let me remind everybody that right from the beginning, I knew that VAR may have positive effects. But it's not going to be a surprise if VAR causes total mayhem and chaos. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what it has caused ever since it came on the scene back in 2018. VAR has had some good moments, but it's had way more bad moments than it's had good moments. But I will say this. When it comes to VAR, what we have to understand, okay, is that at the end of the day, it's the referee that makes the final decision. So sometimes I will ask, why do we have to get on the VAR when it's the referee that has to make the decision? But of course, the logical responses that I hear is that VAR just has to basically give one thing only to make it worse. So VAR kind of adds to insult to injury for that matter. But again, that's as far as I'll go as far as VAR goes. So I'm looking at basically the effects of a story from BBCSports.com. Okay. But before finishing the details. Now, Fulham took the lead in the 50th minute. Serbian striker Alexander Mitrovic gave Fulham the lead in one spectacular goal. And that goal was beautiful. So Fulham deserved the lead. And to be honest, it was surprising that Fulham was not up 3 to nothing at that point. 
So maybe Manchester United was get, definitely getting a little bit of luck on their side. But then David De Gea was kind of stepping in, making the saves. And the defense, the Manchester United defense, that was just being absolutely overwhelmed. Now they definitely made some stops. But now we get to it. That's when the game went into complete, it descended into complete mayhem and chaos. Okay? Absolute mayhem and chaos. It's unbelievable. It's well documented. It wouldn't be surprised if, if the next 10 years or so, even 15 or 20, that this particular match was talked about. Now, in the 70th minute, when everything basically went from Fulham's way to just absolutely putting Manchester United right back in the game, I mean, that's just where it, that, that's where it just all basically went all, all to sh down the toilet. So, as we remember... Jaden Sancho broke free on a counterattack launched by Manchester United. Now, Jaden Sancho basically, at first I said he took too long on that particular play. For those of you that watched the match, you know exactly the moment I'm talking about. Jaden Sancho got past the goalkeeper and then made one defender fall down, but he took too long, he kicked the ball, and the Brazilian, William, former Chelsea, basically put the ball away, but with through the use of a handball. For which after a bit of a lengthy VAR review, was given a straight red card. That's truly the, the second where it all started. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, from what I understand, because I needed to see it for myself, exactly how the whole situation happened. So again, William, who of course... As, as we know, you know, you know formerly played, uh, uh, did actually play at, at Chelsea, if I'm correct. Yes, he did play Chelsea, okay? Now, according to the VER, it was definitely, at first he was appealing that it was not hand-to-hand, -hand, but basically, from what I understand, the straight right was because how he deliberately moved his hand. Now, I'm not going to debate that because it's hard to see from the replays, but, you know, at first, you know, he believe it or not, William was not the first red card in that particular scenario, because when the referee went to the VAR, okay, and as he was checking it, he briefly stepped away from the, from the VAR screen and pulled out the red card, which of course went to the manager Marco Silva, okay. So that was the first red card. Now, according to this piece right here, BBC.com, according to this, manager Marco Silva has been charged with abusive behavior towards the match officials. Okay, now he's basically he's in he's in hot water because because check this out. Apparently, he faces a conduct charge because he allegedly threw a water bottle into the direction of an assistant referee. Now I understand how frustrating this was for Fulham. Okay, but whether you want to debate the mistake made by William or not, was it a deliberate handball or not? Was it even a handball? That is completely debatable. Okay. But sometimes I understand a referee might make a stupid, and I do mean a stupid decision, that you're going to lose your mind. But sometimes you can't let that, that, let that happen. Now, imagine myself in that position. I can't understand what, 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 how I would feel if I was in such position. But this is all mind-boggling because it even says that apparently Fulham could face an additional charge for failing to control its players. Because I'm telling you, immediately after William got red-carded, Alexander Mitrovic... He completely lost his mind. First, he gets into the referee's face, and then eventually, even he even put his hands on the referee. So, 
Oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is where it just gets so freaking mind-boggling. I mean, now, I'm not sure if they basically handed out the punishments yet. At least not fully. I think basically there's definitely some investigations into the allegations involving Marco Silva and, of course, Alexander Mitrovic. I mean, they're definitely going to investigate this, you know, thoroughly. They got to see exactly what happened, everything that's happened. Detail by detail, second by second. So I understand that the FA is going to take a little bit of time. But I wouldn't be surprised if it hasn't happened yet. If the punishments got handed out within the next 24 hour, twenty-four to 72 hours. I'm willing to bet it's going to be within the next 48 hours or so. Okay, I mean, a former a former EPL striker, Chris Sutton, says that Mitrovic should be given a 10-game suspension. Now... Because, you know, obviously since he put his hands on the referee, I mean, you know, definitely it's it's inarguable right there. I mean, you put your hands on a referee, then obviously, you know, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to be punished well. I mean, you know, obviously it was a bit of violent conduct because, you know, Mitrovic, again, completely lost his mind. So, I mean, the fact that... That the manager Marco Silva is again facing allegations that of, of allegedly throwing a water bottle. I mean, it's not only that; it goes in, in that Silva apparently used abusive behavior and allegedly even insulted the referee and even made gestures according to this. So, I mean, even several ref even several referees even demanded for a ten game ban for Mitrovic. So, some even saying some even saying they hope it's more than ten games. I mean. Let's not forget, I mean, he even mentioned this in this story what Eric Cantona did, you know, back when he was suspended, you know, for attacking that fan. So, I mean, and Eric Cantona was suspended for more than six months. So, I mean, not only that, but we go back to Mitrovic, but of course, it wasn't just him putting his hands on the referee, but, you know, basically, he also, you know, according to you, also used, you know, abusive behavior and threw insults to the referee. So, I mean, this whole game, again, you know, yeah, and, and Cantona got nine months, actually, to, to be precise. So, this whole thing is just absolutely, absolutely just incredible. I mean, several Manchester United fans at my work were basically completely stunned. And believe it or not, the general manager, even though he's not a, a huge soccer fan, this even caught his eye. Because as soon as the whole thing with VR, he basically asked, "Oh boy, is the VR gonna be the blame again?" And I said, "Well, let's let's find out." And then, man, I mean, the the fact that the GM sat down with me and, and basically wanted my wanted to know my full thoughts, and I wanted to know to him. I mean, the fact that this turned into a huge soccer conversation between me and my boss. <laughs> Though honestly, because I thought my boss was gonna say, "Alex, uh, you're not supposed to look at the TVs uh, while you're at work," but. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest, even the GM has been guilty of that, but I think we all have. I mean, you know, when you have ADHD like we do, I mean, we're going to get distracted, so... Anyway. But... Honestly, yeah, you know, according to us, he pushed the referee. I mean, yeah, you, you can't deny it, we saw it, so... So, Mitrovic, if he, gets a, if he gets suspended for 10 games, I mean, obviously, I'd imagine he's going to appeal it, but... Honestly, if he appeals it, there's no chance, because... Now, what we have to keep in mind is, when you're given a straight red, that's an automatic that's an automatic suspension for, I believe, three games. It could be more depending on what you did. But typically, 
it's immediately three. It, it's straight three. It's three matches straight. You know, for a straight red card. Okay. Now, if it was like a red card based on a second yellow card, it, it's it's certainly different. You're at least suspended for at least one game. So, but but as we know, because of the circumstances, because of the the violent conduct, the violent nature of the actions of Alexander Mitrovich, you know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he was suspended for up to twenty games. I mean, Mitrovich right now has to understand what he did was wrong. I understand. Maybe he'll say he lost his temper. He was in the heat of the moment. I get it. Maybe he didn't mean any harm to the ref. Maybe he didn't mean any harm, period. But the bottom line is, he messed up. He needs to pay for it. Okay? Now, the fact that this goes beyond Marco Silva, the manager, this goes beyond Mitrovic, you know, the whole club is going to be punished. So I'd imagine that Shahid Khan, who of course also owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and all elite wrestling, I'd imagine he's pretty pissed off about it. Now, I did actually try to see if you really released any statements regarding the situation, but I didn't find anything. Uh, personally, I am super curious to know what he has to say about the whole situation, and I'm sure in time he's going to say something about it, but... but... But right now, this does not look good, you know. You know, right now, according to this, back in 1998, when a player by the name of Paolo Di Canio was suspended for 11 games because he shoved a referee in a, ma in a match, I believe, uh, between... Uh, according to this, it was a match between... Sheffield United and Arsenal in a Premier League match. So, but you know what's interesting? Because a headline actually mentioned this. It's interesting that Alexander Mitrovic is facing serious, serious repercussions for this. But Bruno Fernandez in that game against Liverpool, Bruno Fernandez is guilty of bad conduct towards the referee because Bruno Fernandez actually put his hands on a referee in that match. So how interesting is it that Bruno Fernandez escaped punishment? Okay. But Alexander Mitrovic is, is in serious, deep, hot water about it. I want to know. I want to know why Bruno Fernandez avoids discipline, but Alexander Mitrovic basically gets a major punishment for it. Again, Mitrovic deserves to be punished. But let's be honest. Bruno Fernandez did what he did. He should have been punished too. So I want to know is why Bruno Fernandez got a pass, but Mitrovic is basically getting serious, serious repercussions. So, for those of you li listening, if you follow me on Twitter, or if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Bearman of Texas, just TX, no need to spell it out. I want to know your thoughts. So, tweet out to me what you think about this, situ about this situation. Why Fernandez was given a pass, but not Mitrovic. And also, for those of you watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments. I want to know what you think. I really do. So, once again, Bruno Fernandez avoids punishment, but Alexander Mitrovic is in hot water. And Josh McSwain says, I know you're listening, buddy. I want to hear what you have to say too, my friend. Again, this whole thing is so freaking mind-boggling. So mind-boggling. A match that was just completely one-sided. And then all of a sudden, because of one mistake from a player, a serious mistake from one player that causes a serious mistake from the manager and from, the, uh, from another player, it goes one-sided but on the other side. Because Manchester United got a penalty which Bruno Fernandes did successfully convert. And immediately after that, Marcel Sabitzer makes it 2-1. And I believe that was Marcel Sabitzer's first goal for Old Trafford. I might be wrong, but I'm not sure. But I believe that was his first goal for Manchester United. And that, be that was a beautiful goal. And the final score turned out to be 3-1 because Bruno Fernandes add added a late one deep in the, uh, deep in the stoppage uh, injury time. So that right there knows that the fact that Manchester United scored three unanswered goals that shows that the game went again went one-sided in Manchester United's favor. Now, for me, I believe the handball was the correct call. 
okay? Now, usually, I, I mean, I, I think whether it was deliberate or not, I think that right there is the debate. Now, whether it was deliberate or not, I don't want to get too deep into it because I did not watch it enough, but I do know that the handball was the right call. Now, when it's a deliberate handball, it's definitely, I mean, a straight card is justifiable. But I've seen handballs committed in the penalty box. Now, if it's unintentional or if it's just a simple mistake, a penalty is awarded, but the player guilty of the handball is given a yellow card. Now, of course, if the player decides to get verbally, get verbal about it big time and abuse the referee or get in the referee's face, then that can definitely be upgraded to a red card, which would be bad because, you know, the, the repercussions could be severe. I mean, that's a minimum of three games suspended. Well, well, because it was a yellow card at first, like that, but because of the condition of the red card, I mean, you're already looking at probably three games at least. I mean, you, you could be looking at five games, honestly. But it, it, it's just unbelievable. So for William, I mean, his mistake, I mean, I understand, you know, whatever. But yeah, the handball, I think, was the right call. But it's just sad that all of a sudden, because of, because of one mistake... One handball mistake, basically the entire team falls apart. You know, that's why this whole game basically turned out to be a one-sided game that just descended to complete madness and chaos. And Manchester United took advantage of it because it wasn't in their favor. Now, at the end of the day, whether we're critical of how Manchester United won, and, and I am, Manchester United basically won the game, but, but I'm going to be honest with you because this is the bottom line. If it wasn't for that, Manchester United would be out of the FA Cup as we speak. Okay? And Manchester United is not out of the woods yet. I understand that they're facing Brighton next. But you know what? They still got Manchester... Manchester City is still in the FA Cup. Okay? And right now, if it's Manchester United versus Manchester City in the, in the FA Cup final, honestly, Manchester United is screwed. Absolutely screwed. Okay? But that's another story for another time. And I hope... And I wish I could be a little bit more optimistic, but... Erling Holland, who's basically been absolute lights out, and for Man United with all the injuries huh, and, and, and the lack of depth, it's going to take a miracle to get the job done against Manchester City. They already beat Manchester City once this year. Huh, is Manchester City going to let them beat them again this time in the FA Cup final? Oh, well, Manchester United is going to have to do something about it, but again, that's another story for another, another time. But right now... Manchester United, they're lucky that the FA Cup final is in June. Okay, but first they gotta get through they gotta get past Brighton. Because right now with with the injuries and, and the lack of depth, Manchester United has had a little bit of luck on their side to get through, you know, through this game. Because again, if it wasn't for that red card on William for that handball, okay, Manchester United would be out of the FA Cup right now, I guarantee you that. If it wasn't for that, Fulham would have won. So and not only that, we want to talk about advantage. I mean, it was it was it was eleven on nine at one point because two players were sent off, and then of course Silva as well. So the fact that three red cards in a certain amount of time, honestly, as crazy as it is, it's a little. It's just it's it's a, a bit incredible too. I mean, <laughs> how often do you see that? But but Manchester United went on to win. But Manchester United really the way they did win. That really, that, that really brings up a, a, a lot of talk. And unfortunately, it, it, it came out of price because Marcus Rashford picked up an injury. And as we know, Marcus Rashford withdrew from England's first uh, European uh, Championship qualifying matches. Now, I'm not sure exactly when Manchester United returns to play. But right now, the injuries are piling up big time on Manchester United. And that, that has really halted their momentum. All the injuries and the lack of depth have really been hurting Manchester United. 
they are not out of the woods by any means necessary at this point. There's still a long way to go. They've still got lots to compete for. Manchester United has a long road ahead. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is no exaggeration. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Into the Net FC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So please, please, please subscribe to my show, and please subscribe to my YouTube channel, and please, once again, I'd like to know your thoughts on the situation with the red card, about Alexander Mitrovic's red card and, and what he faces, was, the, was William... Was it a deliberate handball? Was it a handball? Anything you have to say about this match, I'm interested in knowing. So please leave your thoughts in the comment section on YouTube or reach out to me on Twitter at BearmanOfTexas. Again, just TX. I don't need to spell it out. Or my podcast is Twitter, which is BearTexas underscore podcast. That is BearTexas underscore podcast. Follow whatever you got to say. Reach out to me. Again, I'm super curious to know, to know what you have to say. And again... Thank you all very, very much for your support, and God bless.